real estate agents from around the world. Please help me welcome, he's a six foot three sophomore from Covington, Georgia, a parade first team All-American rivals, five-star recruit. Please put your hands together and welcome the flood insurance guru, the incomparable Mr. Chris Green. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the flood insurance guru podcast. My name's Chris Green, president and owner of the flood insurance guru. Today we're talking about greener grass, shiny toys, and flood insurance. And what they all have to do with each other. Before we get started today, though, if you've got questions about flood insurance, flood education, flood zone changes, and things like that, how to mitigate your property against flooding, then make sure to visit our website, floodinsuranceguru.com. So let's talk about this today. You know, what does greener grass and shiny toys and flood insurance all have to do with each other? Well, what we want to talk about is you've always heard the saying, the grass is not always greener on the other side. Well, that really applies to private flood insurance and the National Flood Insurance Program and different private flood insurance carriers. No, not all private flood insurance companies are created the same. Not all have the same process. Let's just take a couple of private flood insurance companies and compare them to the National Flood Insurance Program, where grass may not always be green on the other side. You know, one major player here is what's called grandfather policies. Remember, these are generally flood insurance policies where there's a flood zone that's no longer available. This might be where your property has been moved into a high-risk flood zone, and you had insurance before that zone changed, so you have a lower-risk zone listed on your policy. Because of that, you have a different rating. You know, this is something that private flood insurance just can't offer because they don't offer grandfather policies because they have a different setup. And what happens is many times people make the switch because they might see that the rate's a little cheaper or they might see that they get a little bit more coverage. And then what happens is their policy comes up for renewal and their price has gone up with that private carrier. Well, what happened is now all of a sudden, maybe instead of having that five or $600 premium like they did with a grandfather policy, now they've got a twelve dollars or $1,300 premium and they can't go back to the National Flood Insurance Program under the grandfather policy. Because once you cancel that out, it's gone. So this is where you want to be cautious about looking on the other side with your private flood insurance options. In the long term, you want to really protect yourself if you do have a grandfather policy. Now, if this rate's through the roof, that's a little different story. But normally you can tell pretty quickly if it's a good rate on a grandfather policy or not. You know, if it's five, six, seven hundred dollars, then normally we recommend just leaving it where it's at. Just had that happen yesterday with an insurance agent who came to us who was looking at moving it to a private carrier. And we recommended that they keep it with the National Flood Insurance Program because the policy was grandfathered in. So the policy had different protections than other policies did. Now, what about these shiny toy syndrome? I don't know about you, but I fall for the shiny toy syndrome every single time. You know, I have built a lot of different automation out for our company and other companies. And through the years, I would always see new tools come out and say, oh, this tool offered this, this tool offered that. And so what happened is I got distracted by all the different features these things offered. And what happened is what I didn't realize is I wasn't paying attention to the actual features that I needed. 
And that's something really important that you want to pay attention to with your private flood insurance companies is pay attention to the actual things you need, not necessarily the things that may not be relevant to you. You know, for example, you want to pay attention to what's called their Demotech rating. That's their financial rating. That's their ability for them to stay in business after a claim. And so you want to pay attention to things like that. You also want to pay attention to how they handle claims. You want to pay attention to their different deductibles. You know, what is, is excluded on their policy. They might offer an easy online pay feature, but that feature may not do you any good if it doesn't have the actual features that you need or the actual benefits that you need in the policy. So pay attention to those ratings. Pay attention to the coverages. Pay attention to the deductibles. These are going to be the things that you're going to need when a claim does occur. Now, whether they let you pay online or you get to mail in a check may not be relevant to when a claim actually occurs. So that's what we wanted to talk about today with, you know, greener grass, looking on the other side for flood insurance, getting distracted on these different private flood insurance policies by some benefits you may not even need. So remember, if you've got questions about flood education, flood zone changing, flood mitigation, then please visit our website, floodinsuranceguru.com. My name is Chris Green, president and owner of the Flood Insurance Guru. And I want to say thank you for tuning in to episode 137 on greener grass, shiny toys, and flood insurance.